The Media Files for May 29th, 2020 is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of our podcasts, including The Media Files, Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday, and BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday. On with the show. listening to The Media Files, a brand new podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. For those of you new to this podcast, which is everyone right now, as this is the first and only episode available of The Media Files, The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I'm your host, Kyle, and with me in my second chair today is Baker Extraordinaire and mother of my own three children, my wife, Lindsay. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm good. How excited are you to be doing this podcast with me? Um, it's kind of nice to hide from the children. Hiding from our children <laughs> in a room. Is the door locked? Uh, no. Uh-oh. We should have locked the door before this all started. Um, so so this is the first episode of the Media Files podcast. I am not new to podcasting. Uh, if you guys are familiar with leveldowngames.com at all or anything that I do, uh, then you might know me from the Max Level podcast, which is a weekly video gaming podcast, which I co-host with Brian and a few other people from leveldowngames.com. Uh, and I really enjoy it. I, I do like doing podcasting a lot. And believe it or not, video games are not my only interest. But for so long, uh, you know, you know, those conversations that you get into when you've got other people around and they say and like you're at work or in a class or something and they say, introduce yourself in something interesting about you right yes and mine is always i always describe myself as a media file which means like somebody that loves media right and that's true and, and you know that about me yes you're very on top of pop culture i try to be uh, every. and i feel like if i'm not that i'm missing out mm-hmm. so i i watch a lot of television watch a lot of movies read a lot of books listen to a lot of music video games comics sports whatever it is i get into it and you get into most of that stuff too uh, like you you keep me up to date. I, it's not stuff I look into on my own. That's not true. Because you introduce me to a lot of books and a lot of different bands that I'm not familiar That's with a true. lot of the time. Yeah, but I listen to the radio more than you do. That's true. So you listen to a lot more of the popular radio yes, than yes. I do. And so and so there are things that we introduce each other too and you like to play some video games you're not as into video games as i am uh but and you're not as into sports as i am right Mm, but so so you'll join me on some episodes where we talk about some things that i know that you're interested in the same things that i'm interested in which we like we like some movies televisions and music inviting me back too soon (laughs) but i like you so much we've been married we've been married nine years tomorrow actually tomorrow's our anniversary our nine-year anniversary a little too long to go anywhere we won't be able to go anywhere that's why we're quarantining ourselves in our bed Bedroom, and that's why we decided to start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is sad. Yeah. This okay. is—it's a pity project. Someone will appreciate. Somebody it. will appreciate this, I think, and I hope. Um, but 
you'll be back for for some episodes when we do things that I think both of us appreciate and and want to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's a host of other people that I that I do plan on getting into this ever revolving second chair on this show. Uh, you know, when we talk about things like sports or video games or certain TV shows that maybe you're not super interested in, uh, then we'll get some other people in on this podcast. Hopefully, this is something that we can do either weekly or every other week, but it will be semi-regular at least, uh, and something that you can look forward to. Shouldn't last too long. We're looking at these episodes lasting, you know, somewhere between 10 to 30 minutes, depending on what the topic is. Maybe they'll be really short. Maybe they'll go closer to that half hour mark, but we're excited to get into it. And we decided for this first episode, something that both of us have been diving into a lot lately, and that's this new album by the band, the 1975. The album is called Notes on a Conditional Form. And I ended up texting you while I was at work last week. This this album came out just a couple days ago. That was uh, May 22nd, I think, is when this album dropped. It was last Friday. And yeah, I think it was May 22nd, but I texted you while I was at work and Mm -hmm. said, Hey, I think you should listen to this album because both of us know this band. Both of us are familiar with their work. And I think you actually knew about them before I did, but I was introduced to them by a coworker a few years ago and came home and said something and you said, Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Oh yeah. Their song is on the radio. Yeah, they they do. Yeah. And (laughs) since I don't listen to the radio as much, then I, I hadn't heard them, but the 1975 it consists of, they're an English band, Matthew Healy, Adam Han, Ross McDonald, George Daniel. Uh, Matt Healy is kind of the frontman and usually the singer for the band. And this is kind of a really interesting album. It's a very unique album. And I think it's an album that deserves a lot of discussion because there's so much going on in the album. And you and I started talking about the album a lot and then stopped so that we could save some of our discussion yeah, for been avoiding you for this show because there is a lot that's just i don't know i feel like that's a description for the whole album it's a lot it is a lot and there's 22 <laughs> tracks on the album too so it's yes. it is a and lot of music to get through they're long songs too some of them are not short some uh, and a couple of them are a little shorter on the one yeah, oh, two minute yeah there's a songs. few instrumental tracks there's a monologue track yes right at the beginning right if you're unfamiliar with the 1975, they've been around since 2001. It's been nearly 20 years since they've been around, but didn't actually release their first album until 2013, which was a self-titled debut album that had the hits like Chocolate and Robbers. Robbers skyrocketed on the chart. I like Chocolate better. I think that's a good song. 2016 saw the album I Like It When You Sleep, For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware Of It, which I think is one of the greatest album names of all time. What a wonderful album name and then they decided that they were going to make a new album in 2017 they announced an album called music for cars shortly after announcing that album ended up splitting that album into two albums and in 2018 the first one came out it was called a brief inquiry into online relationships and that had the single give yourself a try which was nominated for a grammy for best rock song and then shortly after that, they've just kind of been releasing single after single after single. And I think it's been six or seven singles that they've released from this album prior to this album releasing. And this album is called Notes on a Conditional Form. And those singles have been, like we said, they've been a lot. There's been a lot to cut, a lot of ground to cover in that music. And like we said, there is a monologue track. It actually starts with a monologue track from Greta Thunberg, the Swedish teen activist 
for climate change. And she does one of her, her speeches. They record one of her speeches and play it with kind of this ambient background track. And it sets a tone for the album that I think is very poignant and very important to today's culture. Whether you agree with what's being said or not, she's obviously an important figure today. Mm-hmm. But what happens after that kind of monologuish track with Greta Thunberg is really interesting. And, and we'll listen to a little bit of track two here, which is called People. Listen to this. And then right after People, we get this track, which is called The End, Music for Cars. And it sounds kind of cinematic or orchestral. Take a, take a listen to this for a second. And then finally, following the end of the end, we get track four, which is called Frail State of Mind, and it sounds like this. So I think when you when you get past that first monologue track and then go into tracks two, three, and four, you really get a good idea of exactly what the 1975 has to offer you for this album. What the mix is going to be. Right. Which I think is kind of a good kind of statement for the entirety of the 1975's career up to this point, too. It's been so all over the place, and they don't have any sort of like defined genre that they stick to really right um yes and i feel like that's 
really difficult to do. Like, they ha- don't have a specific niche that they're sticking to. Right. But it seems like they really like all of these genres. So they're like, they're doing a really good job of doing different music genres. I think that's that's interesting, too, because they do a really good job of the different genres. And it sounds like, like you said, like they really do enjoy doing those different types as well. And so they're, they're kind of mixing in these different types of music and enjoying it while they're doing it and doing it well, which, like you said, I think is really hard to do. It is. It's hard to make good music at all. Well, if if they were just making different songs to just try out the different uh, types and like to hear it and like find a niche or something I feel like it would be uh, not as genuine and it would sound kind of tongue-in-cheek humorous it wouldn't be sure um good wouldn't be as authentic really right I feel like that's one of the things that makes the 1975 a really difficult band to recommend to friends or family or anything also is because you don't know how to describe them. And this would be a kind of a hard album to recommend to people that aren't interested in listening to different types of music because there is so much on this album, too. Um, Well, if I recommended it, it would just be one song or two. I don't like all of the songs. I don't they're not all genres that I enjoy. Yeah, I can probably agree with that. But I I do think that all the songs are still done well. Oh, yeah. Also. And even outside of those three songs, you get the you get the hard rock from from track two, people, and then you get kind of that ambient cinematic song in the end, and then this techno pop in Frail State of Mind. That's not it through the rest of the album. The the rest of the album, you're getting hints of folk rock, you're getting some hints of funk, you're getting some hits hints of indie rock and pop rock and and that seems to be the genre that they stick around most often and most of their hits come out of kind of the pop synth rock and that's what they do best i think and there's and there's no shortage of that on this album yeah. either right you can i mean you can describe them as as electropop and and funk and indie but they do all those things well and i and i think if you're looking for those classic the 1975 bangers that have come out over the last, you know, four or five years, you're going to find those on this album too. So I think that there's a lot to come back to for fans of the 1975, but a lot of new experiences for their, for their fans also going into this. What's your favorite song on the album? Um, I really enjoyed playing on my mind. Oh, that was one of mine. You stole one of mine. I really enjoyed then because she goes, the lyrics are not good, but I'm really familiar with that sound. It's a very good sound. Reminds me a lot of Copeland, which I listened to in high school. And did you ever listen to them? Copeland? Copeland? I don't think I know Copeland very much. Um, and it sounds just like that. And I really enjoy that sound. I can't think of another word for that. (laughs) Let's listen to like, let's listen to a couple seconds of uh, Then Because She Goes.
it's funny that you brought up that track because listening to it now, I remember it really well. And I remember thinking how like late 90s, early 2000s, early 2000s, which like you said, was, you know, high school, middle school, high school for you. And that definitely, you know, brings back to mind a lot of the songs that I used to listen to in that era. There's a song on here, too, that reminds me. I think it's actually playing with my mind. Right. That sounds a lot like or playing on my mind is the name of the track. Mm -hmm. Sounds a lot like a band that I used to listen to in high school called A Farewell to Arms, which I've I think I've played a few songs for you before. Yes. That's a really that's a really good track, though. I do like that track. I think that my favorite track on the album is If You're Too Shy, Let Me Know, which was one of the singles that they released prior to the album releasing. And this one, again, is one of those songs that I think feels like a classic, the 1975 song. It has some of those synth pop vibes to it and has kind of a, a bouncy, uplifty pop beat to it. Let's listen to that real quick. This doesn't just scream, you know, like that, that modern synth pop vibe that a lot of bands are going for. Then I don't know what does. Yeah, this was a really fun track. It has a little 80s feel to it. And it's such they're fun lyrics, too. It's it's a it's a feel and a vibe that I think a lot of bands are trying to break into. And not too many are doing it successfully. Yeah, Uh, I think that Bruno Mars kind of captures some of that 80s vibe. Now, there's been a recent track by 21 Pilots that kind of has that 80s synth vibe to it. A lot more small bands that do it. Exactly. That's what I mean. Not a lot of them commercially are doing it very well. I think that the 1975 is one of the bands that is commercially making this very successful. And I like that feel about that song. One of my favorite tracks on the album, for sure. And kind of a running theme through the album and and the lyrics of that song. uh, Maybe I'll like you better if you took off your clothes. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that was the fun lyrics that you were referencing. (laughs) It reminds me of what's that other song that we I like you so much better when you're naked. Yeah. By Ida Maria, right? Yes, by yeah. Ida Maria. What a what a great song, and that's a song Such that. Such a good song. When you and I first started dating. Mm-hmm. I think you introduced me to that song. Yeah, it was a little bold for you. It was a little bold, <laughs> but now we're married and have th- three kids, so it worked. It worked, yeah. How do you like me, clothed or naked? <laughs> Is your mom going to listen to this, do you think? No. I no, okay, so you can say. You can say. My mom probably won't either, so. Actually, my mom probably half, will. Probably. You think my mom will? Maybe. My mom will probably, half and half. Yes. Half naked? Yes, half. Which half? <laughs> 
<laughs> there's there's a lot of kind of relationship I mean relationship discussion and and stuff going on on this album too there is that track that you and I started to talk about it's called Jesus Christ 2005 bless you America I think is or I love you America right I think it's called I love you yeah it's God bless America okay. that's what it, we were... Jesus, I, I mean there's so many tracks on this album we're trying to remember them all but 2000 Jesus Christ 2005 God bless America where they also start to dive into what it's like growing up in what I presume is 2005 from the title as having having homosexual feelings. tendencies and feelings right and that song features the phenomenal uh, Phoebe Bridgers as the as the female singer in that song too and she's so hot right now she's so huge and is putting out I feel like every six months we're hearing new Phoebe Bridgers songs and new Phoebe Bridgers albums but that's a it's a it's I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of the lyrical structure of that song no uh, I mean I enjoyed the beginning like I get it they're, what they're talking about and, they're and the talking struggle about. that he's having too between his own personal life and what he feels like publicly he can be right exactly and I and I appreciate the people going to express themselves through music and let relate other people relate to them in that way but I have never and I still don't think it's appropriate to just have the word masturbation in your lyrics I just that's not a word I wanted to hear like, and not from a boy either I mean that's no. part of Phoebe Bridgers uh, yes, verse is part of her portion of the song and I, I do agree with you to some degree there but I think that it makes that verse very personal too yes and we won't play that verse also on here very open it was very honest very honest very open and you don't really notice it it's not like it's an off it doesn't rhyme or it's not off it's an offbeat lyric right she does and she doesn't like stress the word it's just part of the lyrics yeah. but also and and I think that you know, coming from a place where you and I are, are straight white Americans, right? Yeah. I I think that she probably is speaking, if not from personal experience, then an experience that so many people do yes. feel and and go through. And especially at that time when when things were just the culture of America was just tar- starting to shift to make that more acceptable and more appropriate too. When you know, so th- there's a lot to dive into in this album, and I think that you and I could probably sit here for an hour talking about every single song on this album. There are 22 of them. Not all of them have words. A lot of them are instrumental. Um, some of them are orchestral in nature. Uh, but there's there's a lot to dive into. And so if you if you do like some of the some of the noises that you've heard uh, during this during this episode, then go back and listen to some of these songs because I think that there's a lot of really good music here, and I think that there's like kind of something for everybody on this album too. I would agree. Yes. And uh, maybe we won't get anything from them for a long time since they just dropped 22 songs on a single album. But I hope we do because I do like the 1975 so much. Well, it seems like everyone's dropping music right now because that's all they can do. Well, everybody's dropping music, but a lot of people are like delaying albums also. There's a lot of albums getting delayed right now because of... Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Lots of albums have been delayed. Lots of big albums. Alanis Morissette was going to have a new album and she delayed it. She's still making music oh yeah <laughs> Alanis Morissette the Canadian queen I, I am not on top of that 
I inter- you didn't know who Alanis Morissette was when no you and I idea. Started. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I shouldn't say that on air. We'll lose fans. <laughs> My wife didn't know who Alanis Morissette was before I told her. And I was like, everybody knows who Alanis Morissette is. Call your sister. So she calls her sister. <laughs> and she didn't know either. And so <laughs> so we I, took a, I think our truth. relationship took a break <laughs> for like a day. Someone, someone so important to like the pop culture scene of America in the 90s. We bumped into. It was unbelievable <laughs> to not know who Alanis Morissette is. Anyways, that's all we've got time for. But we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files. And thank you, Lindsay, yes. sweetheart, for being here this You're week. You're welcome. And uh, I'm sure I'll have you back. Like I said, in the future for uh, a couple episodes, I think next week we've got a, another fun episode planned and you'll probably be my... I'll be around. Yeah, you'll be my guest on that episode too and you'll be in and out of this show as well. Please tell a friend, family, or a coworker about the show so we can get this little project and grow it into something meaningful. Special thanks to Brian for technical assistance and don't forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com. I can be reached on Twitter or Instagram at Brustoff. That's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H or at the Level Down Games Discord with the link in the show description. Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to and maybe we'll talk about it in an upcoming show. Until next time, be kind and be honest and we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.